An entitled Karen tries to tow my car in front of my own house, claiming that I'm blocking the driveway for the people who actually live there, despite the fact that I've lived there for 30 years. Here's what happened. In my life, I've managed to elude a lot of entitled Karen so far, but today, of all days, one finally got me. At the moment, I am cleaning out my house, and I have a container on my driveway for this purpose. Logically, this means I can't park in my driveway. So, in order to not further limit the already incredibly scarce parking possibilities for my neighbors who don't have a driveway, I park in such a way that my car is in front of my driveway and only takes up a little bit of a parking space. So three cars can fit wonderfully in this spot. No big deal, right? But unfortunately, Karma had other plans and instead sent me a middle-aged lady with that typical Karen haircut, hydrogen blonde hair, and draped in a lot of jewelry, as well as wearing clothes typical of this group. I have lived here for over 30 years and know pretty much where everybody lives around me, so I know their addresses as well. In the case of this entitled Karen, I didn't really know her name. So I just got out of my car and was on the pavement when this entitled Karen started shouting at me. She said to me across the way, How dare you park like that in that driveway? That is so inconsiderate. I cannot believe you. You better move your car right now, honey, because I'm going to be calling a tow truck right away. I know the people who live in this house really well, and they will not appreciate this. And after she said that, I simply could not believe what I was hearing. Here's a fun fact. I live alone in this house, and my parents have passed away. And I've lived in this house for over 30 years. Not only does she not know me, but she most definitely did not know my family. When it comes to me, I'm someone who likes to clear things up straight away. But in this instance, I thought I would play along. So with that in mind, I went ahead and let her call the towing company. The entire time, she was calmly leaning against my car, waiting until she finished her call. When I asked her if she was finished, and if I could leave now, because I had to go to the toilet very urgently, she just looked at me confused and held her nose to the air. I took her weird head nod as a yes, dug the keys out of my own pocket, and went up to my own house in my driveway that I chose to block. So I waltz up to my front door, unlock it with my keys, go inside gracefully, and slam the door behind me. As I peek to look at this entitled Karen, the expression on her face was priceless. A real picture for the gods. Instead of waiting for the tow truck to come along and sort this out, she just left. So in her place, I waited for the tow truck company. As soon as they arrived, I explained everything to the guys, and I showed them the necessary identification papers and gave them this entitled Karen's address. She's someone in this area that I know where she lives, but I don't know her name directly. One of the guys said that the lady had to pay for the services of them simply showing up, and from the way he described it, I'm guessing that the bill won't be cheap either. I'm thinking of warning the lady so that the shock about the bill won't be such a big deal for her. But on the other hand, I'm not sure if I should. Either way, sweet justice is coming my way for this entitled Karen who tried to tow my own car in front of my own driveway. How unbelievably entitled and trashy do you have to be to get in someone else's business like that and try and ruin somebody's day? Can you imagine if the OP wasn't home and suddenly they come back and they see that their car is completely gone? Or what if the OP was inside for a second only to then go outside and see their car getting towed? I mean, how weird do you have to be to get up in somebody's business like that and assume you know something that is just blatantly not true. In my opinion, I wouldn't warn that lady about anything. I would keep my mouth shut completely about the invoice that is coming her way because you're right, chances are that's going to be an expensive bill. This lady tried to tow your car, so honestly I think it's time for karma to come her way and teach her a lesson. I've been lying to my parents about my major for three years now even though they're paying for my tuition and now I don't know what to do. I'm a 21 year old male and I have always had a rough relationship with my parents. My dad 
dad especially. We are extremely different, and he has always expected things of me I don't want to follow through on. For example, he is a big football fan. When I did not try out for the high school team like he asked me to, he took away my car and we barely spoke for three months. Even now, he brings it up frequently and says it disappointed him that I didn't want to share his interest. I did join band in high school, but he did not go to a single concert and would tell me constantly that it was embarrassing for him. He greatly prefers my older brother, who's 27, all because they are so alike. My dad co-owns a business with his brother and has the expectation that my brother and I will take over the business as soon as they retire. My brother studied business in college and our dad paid for it under the expectation that my brother would work under him after graduating, which he ended up doing. When I went to college, I told my parents I wanted to major in music. My dad said that I could, but that I would be responsible for my tuition and any loans I incur. He said he would only pay if I majored in business. When I tried to see what aid I could receive, they said that because my dad's income was too high, I wouldn't be eligible to receive anything. There was no way I could afford it without their help, unless I used student loans to pay for 100% of my tuition. I did work through high school, but I worked for my dad, who did not pay me an actual check, so I have almost no savings aside from birthday money. I declared my major as business, and my parents agreed to pay. My first semester, I was extremely depressed, and I was not enjoying my classes. I was struggling a lot and thought about dropping out. I told my dad about it over winter break and asked him if he would be okay with me changing my major. He told me that he would prefer to see me working the rest of my life at McDonald's, as well as homeless, before he saw me as a music major. That upset me even more, and when I told my college friends about it, they encouraged me to change my major anyways. They said that if they couldn't accept it, I should probably cut them off anyways, because my dad was so harsh. So I changed my major, but I was too scared to tell my parents. For the past three years now, they've had no idea about my major. I've lied to their faces and told them straight up that I'm enjoying my business classes. My dad is proud of me for the first time ever. He keeps talking about how excited he is for me to join the business after I graduate. I feel guilty lying to them, but every time I think of how quick he was to say he'd rather see me on the streets than happy, it just makes me double down even harder. I graduate this year and I can't keep up the lie anymore. It's been weighing on me so heavily, I've started to feel physically sick with anxiety. I'm looking for advice on how to break this to them. I've been so prepared to not have a family anymore. I'm ready to just leave a note and run off. Can I salvage this? Or is the damage already done? What should I do? This story is crazy because there is so much to unpack here. The pressure that your dad is putting on you to run this family business when he retires is really ridiculous. Like he didn't even think about your feelings on this matter for a second. You are clearly not passionate about business at all and he does not sound like a nice person. I mean in high school he didn't even humor you and show up to any of your concerts. That is so toxic and so incredibly rude for no reason. He could have at least shown up and said hey at least I'm here even if I think it's dumb. Sometimes showing up is literally enough. So I'm so sorry that you've been dealing with this. This sounds terrible. I also can't imagine the stress you've been under for the past three years. You're on the verge of graduating from a major that you did not tell them about and I can't imagine how stressful that is. I think eventually you are going to have to have some kind of conversation with him and say hey I did change my major and here's why. And honestly from your perspective I can kind of see where you're coming from. Your dad said that he would rather see you homeless than major in music as well as working at McDonald's for the rest of your life. Which by the way as a side note in my opinion there's nothing wrong with working at McDonald's or any fast food restaurant for that matter. If it helps you pay the bills and make ends meet in your life then go ahead and do it. Who cares? The people who do care and put you down for that kind of 
of employment are just terrible people anyways. And this guy's dad is definitely one of those people. You could go to the financial aid office and see what you can do when it comes to payments for your college education. There might be a chance where you could start taking over things from there and maybe get ahead of this before your dad freaks out and does something crazy. I'm sure your college has different stipulations that you can work through, but I think talking to them and saying, hey, here's my situation, what do I do? Or even going to your guidance counselor and saying the same thing. I think that would at least give me a game plan if I was in your shoes of how to even approach this situation. So hopefully that conversation goes well with your dad because based on what you've described, it does not sound like your dad's a very nice person and I can honestly predict, as well as you can most likely, that this conversation is probably going to be a rough one. This next one came from the Am I the Jerk podcast subreddit. Check the links in the description if you'd like to submit your own story. Am I the jerk for not attending my biological father's wedding? So my dad is a horrible man. He'd always mention that if anyone came out as gay, he would walk out. And guess what? He did that as soon as my youngest brother came out as bisexual and announced that he had a boyfriend. My dad didn't like that. And he even threw a temper tantrum like a baby when he found out that the boyfriend is black. My dad left the house and never returned until my twins were born. This all happened back in 2017. And since then, all the way up until my youngest pair were born, I had never seen him. My own children had not even met him at this point. Anytime we would even try and offer to come over with our kids to try and pay a visit, he would immediately leave. My parents divorced after my dad left, and I have little to no idea what he was up to. Well, it just came to my attention that he met another girl and has been dating her for a long time. My older brother told me that they've been dating since 2016, which is a shock for all of us because my parents divorced in 2018. My older brother found this out about a week ago. I have met the woman that my dad is marrying, and she's only 24 years old, and that made me sick to my stomach because when I did the math, She was only 18 years old when my dad was getting with her. My dad told me that he's marrying her soon and wants me to be the best man. Now, mind you, my dad never listened to me. He always talked down to me and he was verbally abusive to my wife just because she isn't a white English woman. He did that all to my brother's wives and my youngest brother's boyfriend as well, all over the exact same reasons. So when my dad asked me this, I looked him straight in the eyes and I said, look, I am not attending your wedding. I am not going to be your best man and I am not supportive of this relationship. If you want a best man, go to someone else who actually supports your decision. And after I said that, I left and I drove off. My dad's new partner and her family found my number somehow as well as my social media platforms and they are all collectively calling me a jerk just because I'm not going to my dad's second wedding. They are trying to guilt trip me into showing up to this wedding, claiming that because he's my dad, I automatically should have to go. They even tried to say that he birthed me, to which I responded, first off, my mom gave birth to me, not my dad. And second, I look at family as people I trust, not those who are related to me. So stop with your crying and leave me alone. I told my coworkers the next day, and they told me that I did the right thing. I was getting praised by them, and I can't be more thankful. But I still get calls and messages from this new extended family in my dad's life, even after blocking them. And all of them are calling me a monster. So what do you think? Am I the jerk? This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are not the jerk. You did exactly what I would have done. If I was in your shoes and I had a dad who treated me this poorly and walked out on our family when I was younger, I absolutely would not show up to his second wedding. For some context, the original poster is going to be older than his stepmother. And that is really crazy to me. His dad, for the record, is also in his late 50s. So for a 50-something-year-old man to be dating somebody when they were 18 at the time is just really disturbing. That's predatory behavior, in my opinion. And if this lady had any common sense about her... She would turn around and run from this situation. So no, you are not the jerk in this situation. I think any reasonable human being would have cut them off a long time ago. You at least made some kind of effort to try and connect with him. So kudos to you for trying. But at this point, I don't blame you for cutting him off. And I don't blame you for not going to his wedding. I'm worried that my high school bully might try and get me canceled later in life because of my acting career. And honestly, I don't know what to do. To start off, I'm a slightly well-known actor and writer. So I'm using a throwaway account just to keep myself safe. But the title says it all. I'm scared that my bully from high school is going to come back and ruin my life all over again if I become successful. To put it plainly, my bully has something on me that could ruin my career if I get my dream job as an actor and a writer. I'm currently on a good path with jobs that rely heavily on an intact reputation and that anything controversial could destroy years of work within hours. I didn't do anything wrong, but she could make it look like I did do something wrong. It's stressing me out so much. I'm considering a career change as she still scares me so much to this day. She traumatized me as a teenager. Rewind to 2012 and I'm 15 to 16 years old. I didn't have many friends in school because I moved countries and I was still a little bit weird. At the time, I suffered greatly with depression and anxiety, but I hid it by acting in such a way that everyone would assume I was either conceited or stuck up. The bullying landscape in 2012 British high schools was rough. The language they used towards me back then was socially accepted by other students. But in today's world, they definitely would be villains. However, back then, everyone worshipped them. They were a gang of popular girls. They were 13 to 14 years old. These teenagers would really pick on me even though I was older than them. So much so that others my own age would find me embarrassing to hang around with because I was being picked on by a younger group of girls. Two of the worst girls would follow me home. I don't know if they went out of their way to bully me on my walk home, but part of my route home was along a relatively isolated road where there would be gaps on the road you could duck in and out of, so that whenever I spun around to confront them, they would duck away and laugh, and then resume following me when I turned around. It was so embarrassing for me at the time to be bullied by younger girls, and they found it even funnier when I would spin around trying to find my perpetrators. These actions happened nearly every day, so I just walked home trying to ignore them, angrily hiding my tears all the way home and trying to walk as confidently as possible. They would throw pebbles at the back of my head the whole way along that road and they would shout terrible names at me that I don't even want to mention. They're so hurtful. Again, they would probably never get away with this in today's day and age. Anyway, one day I got home in tears and I had had enough. I went on Facebook Messenger and I asked her why she was following me home. She replied it was because she hated me. I then got into a heated messaging exchange. Her calling me horrible names and me 
saying everything that she's ever said to me on my walk home directed right back at her. Over Messenger, I mirrored everything she'd been yelling at me ever, but in text form, and she texted me similar words back. The two girls continued to follow and throw things at me on the way home, all the way up until I left high school. I never told anyone because I was so embarrassed that they were younger than me. I don't remember what I said over Messenger. I think I just copied what she'd been yelling at me for years, but I deleted each message because my parents sometimes checked my phone, and I was scared of getting into trouble, and then realizing I was being bullied again, something my mom would not react kindly to, as she cried all the time when I was bullied in primary school. I never spoke to anyone else that way. I knew name-calling was wrong, but I was just desperately trying to show that I wasn't weak, and I just wanted them to leave me alone. Here's the problem, though. I deleted her worst messages, and I deleted pretty much all of my messages soon after sending them in case my parents saw. This was 10 years ago, before Facebook's Delete for Everyone feature was even available. If you deleted a message, it would delete it from your side and not theirs. This meant I no longer had the message to click on to do Delete for Everyone. I don't remember exactly what I said, but from the messages of hers that I have left from the conversation, it was basically a back-and-forth fight exchange of who could come up with the worst names. She probably still has access to all of it, with my name attached and maybe messages that would give away that it's clearly me. I know we were children at the time, but I truly believe she doesn't have a good bone in her body. She was so cruel to me. She also hasn't amounted to much in her life at all, so I'm 100% sure that if I become successful or even get an okay job, she's going to hear my name and remember those messages that she screenshot and try and distribute them online. I don't think deleting my account will help, as I could have said something that proves it's me. I don't know if there is any way of me accessing what I said, just so I can at least know. But at the end of this, I have no idea what I said, and it makes me so angry looking back that Facebook would store messages from when I was a child, and because I stupidly deleted them at the time, I can't see that data that both Facebook and the other girls still have. Would they come up if I downloaded the cache somehow? I know I said some bad things because she was the one I was copying off of, but I can't remember what I said. But I know I was trying to show her that I'm just as strong verbally as she is. But back in 2012, some awful words were used as casual insults. If I become more high profile and she posted the screenshots, would it ruin my career? What should I do? I think this is a fair concern that you have about yourself 10 years ago, but I think also in that same vein of thought, this was literally 10 years ago. As you put it, you were a child. You were in high school and you made some mistakes. You went down to her level and you decided to be just as nasty as she was, which looking back is probably not the best idea, but when you're a kid and you're getting bullied every single day and you have people stalking you home, this was probably your only answer to their abuse. And yeah, it wasn't a very good answer, but you learned from it. I really just don't think you should hold yourself that accountable for being 16 and making a bad mistake. Everybody can look back on their life and find a moment where they're like, man, I wish I had not said that. I know that's true for me at least. And also, you really have to remember that your former bully has no power over you anymore. They are gone. Just look around. There's nowhere to be seen. They cannot hurt you anymore. You are so far past that. And in the end, if we're really counting points, it sounds like you're a lot more successful in life than they will ever be. So why worry what they think? If they were to take this hypothetical route where they expose you with some messages you sent as a teenager, then that just shows how much of a terrible person they are. And then if anything, if you really are at a high profile position, you can then defend yourself and say, this girl harassed me every day of my life in high school and stalked me home throwing rocks at me and calling me terrible names. And in a moment of weakness, I reciprocated and I regret it. I was a teenager and I've learned 
learned and I've moved on. And that's honestly it. Your abuser and your bully has no power over you. And I truly think you should confidently run at your career options. It sounds like you have some really good opportunities in front of you. And I just don't think your fear of this bully who has no hold over your life should stop you from pursuing your dreams and being successful. My father, who hasn't been there for me my entire life, is trying to guilt trip me for making a decision about my name. And now I don't know what to do about it. First, some backstory. My father and mother split up when I was only one years old. I moved back to England with my mother and my father stayed in America. Until recently, I didn't know the real reason they divorced, but it was because my father cheated on my mother about three months before I was born. So once I found that out last year, I was less inclined to talk to my father and he is constantly denying that he had any affair. Over the years, my father made no effort to keep in contact with me other than birthdays. And as a child, I didn't really understand communication over email, so I rarely contacted him first. I feel as though I wasn't responsible for building this relationship as I was just a child. Nowadays, whenever I go a month or more without texting, he'll always bring up that I don't care about him and that his new stepkids keep in contact more often than I do. And when he says this, it makes me feel like garbage, especially when I'm being compared to some other family that I'm not a part of. And to top it all off, I know for a fact he's only doing that with malicious intent. I honestly don't care about him because he has never made the effort to show that he cares about me. I always had to spend my time and money visiting him in America when he has a very high paying job, which makes it so he could easily afford to come visit me at least once every few years when he has the time. Recently, I changed my first name due to being non-binary. I didn't want my birth name, so I changed it. I consulted my mother and my stepfather, as well as my close friends and my therapist at the time about this decision, but I did not contact my father. Now, my dad is getting angry at me over text message for not including him in this decision, even though in reality, he is a complete and total stranger. He threatened to disown me over the decision, stating that this is a costly mistake and that it's costing me over $1 million, implying that I won't be in his will. And that's the worst part about all of this. I don't care about the money. I just wanted a dad. He is being a complete jerk and I don't know how to deal with this. At the end of the day, he's my biological father, but I don't want anything to do with him. What should I do? I mean, you put it best. You honestly don't need to have anything to do with him. And while yes, he is your biological father, his actions prove over and over again that he quite literally does not care about you. This man obviously has the time and the money to be able to visit you, but chooses not to do it and leaves that burden on you. And you have it right. When you're a kid, you have no obligation to try and establish any kind of relationship. That's not your responsibility. If anything, that's the dad's responsibility. He should have stepped up and been more involved in your life. It's not fair for that burden to be placed on you at such a young age, especially considering all the things that your dad did to your family. So overall, I don't blame you for changing your name, and I think it's really wrong and toxic for your dad to be guilt-tripping you, all because of a choice you're making as an adult. You can change your name, you could do whatever you want, but for him to try and hold this imaginary money hostage against you, all because you're changing your name into something that you're more comfortable with, is just another form of manipulation, and just one more way for him to try and control you. I mean, let's look at the facts here. He doesn't even make the effort to try and visit you. You have always needed to visit him, despite the fact that he has the money to do whatever he wants. It sounds like he's a millionaire. There's no excuse. So if this man truly is some kind of stranger in your life, then just keep him that way. I wouldn't let some weird threat about keeping you out of his will when he finally passes on prevent you from living your life to the fullest extent in whatever way you choose is best.
podcast. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the Cream of the Crop music. Search Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright-free music to use for your next stream.